Welcome to Game of Spoilers, the podcast. I'm Pappy, here with the newly married Stevie. Hey, Pap. How's it going? Uh, in my apartment next to me, I got Money uh, Mike Toller. Hello, fellow podcasters. And then I'm Groot from Chicago. How's everybody doing? And that is Vince here out in Denver. We're going to do a little throne spoiling. Congratulations, Stevie. Good to have you back. We've had a little hiatus uh, with weddings and summer life, but it's good to have everyone back. Thank you. I didn't fall off the cruise, so that was probably like the highlight of my. Life. <laughs> I didn't fall. I didn't fall off. Drunkenly fall off and die. Did you have HBO on the cruise? Well, the thing they don't tell you about cruises is if you want internet on a cruise, it's like thirty dollars a day just for one device. So me and Lauren scraped up some pennies. Who's my newly married wife? <laughs> Uh, begged for a couple dollars, and uh, we got to watch Game of Thrones on my laptop. Yeah, I got to watch the Bastard Bowl in our room, so that was nice. So that's what we're here to talk about today, Season 6 of Game of Thrones. Um, if it works for you guys, we'll sort of chunk it up. We'll talk about the first four episodes, uh, then the middle four, then the last two episodes, if that sounds good. That sounds solid. Whatever. <laughs> for the listener at home mikey hates game of thrones yeah let it be <laughs> i know nothing of game of thrones the only person in america no the world that hates game of thrones i don't hate it i just don't understand it he's very suspicious <laughs> of it he doesn't trust it all the way i don't trust it yeah that's a better <laughs> you're like an old person with the internet or technology you just don't trust it yet that george R. R. martin he's shifty i don't trust him <laughs> So uh, the season kicked off uh, with one of the largest debuts for a Game of Thrones season, uh, 7.94 million viewers. Uh, and we started off the season with John laying dead. And then we had a couple uh, scenes of Arya getting beat up by the Waif. Uh, Dude, spoiler, Ram- I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Ramsay kills his dad. <laughs> uh, Bran shows us Ned and young Winterfell. And uh, at the very end of this sequence, Sansa and John link up uh what do you guys think about how the season started off i personally thought it was one of the best starts to a season that game of thrones has had well i thought it was really cool just the starting scene was exactly where they left us off at the end of season five which as a viewer that's exactly what we wanted we didn't want you know well everyone's seen the uh, episode 10 of season six how it kind of took 15 minutes for anything to actually happen <laughs> um, i'm glad they didn't start the first episode out like that um Let's see here. I actually liked the first episode a lot. Uh, I was kind of pissed off that they even showed Arya because that story arc was the most annoying arc in all of Game of Thrones. A girl has no plot. A girl, she had zero plot, but once again, she was just getting her ass handed to her by the wave. Um, Which was actually kind of fun to watch, though. Not, I mean, it was just like a blue screen and Arya like taking punches like Rocky. It wasn't a ton of fun to watch. <laughs> Zero fun, sir. And then at the end of the episode of episode one, um, I loved how the red woman ended up being like 500 years old. Uh, you know, she, oh, yeah. she was using glamour magic. 
I think that was a huge reveal in the show. I loved that. So uh, special guest Garrett has actually read the books, and I, I've read four and a half of them. Ooh, you guys read them all. Yeah. Know how to read. Uh, how did you stop at four and a half? Look at this guy over here with his book, book learning. I, I, that's all I'm through right now. I just I kind of like the show more to start off with. But uh, Garrett, how have you thought about the parts of the show that have advanced parts past the books? Are you a fan? Uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan, but it's not because they're not good. It's just I all, everything's getting tied up in nice little bows, right? You know, Danny's got her army and she's coming over. All the Starks are starting to be together. Um, Walter Frey's dead. Everyone's happy about that. So it's kind of like if the series were to wrap up right now, everything's in nice little packages, nice little bows. So I I, I don't love it. Usually at a season ends and there's a lot of turmoil. Everything's kind of up in the air, and that's how I kind of like keep everyone guessing. Uh, so as of right now, I'm, I kind of wish we were a little more up in the air on where everyone's at. That makes sense. Definitely makes sense. I think – they're really stroking the, uh, the I, I don't know what you call it. They're stroking the fan. The exactly. The, yeah, the viewer exactly the way that we want it. You know, they're confirming theories one by one. They're giving it to us on a silver platter, which honestly I think kind of sets it up for these next 13 episodes to be kind of a bloodbath of who knows what can happen. I think a lot of major characters are going to start falling here and there. Um, which is going to be really exciting. Uh, not to say that, you know, obviously the season finale of this, se- uh, yeah, of this season um, had a lot of main characters fall. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think there's kind of setting up the pieces, which is nice for some really epic stuff to happen. But, but actually, books, actually, go ahead, Patty. Uh, I was going to say, actually, just the, the big wigs at HBO have backed off uh, what D&D originally said, that they're – may not necessarily be only 13 episodes. Wow. Oh, they did? So, when, yeah. When did they do that? I think like a week ago. Um, so before the series had ended. I think that was just something that was said offhand by one of the showrunners, and people in power said no. But sorry, Gary, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, nowhere in the books is there ever a nicely tied bow. Is there a good ending? Uh, there's a, there's never any finality to any of these storylines in the book, and I feel like we're kind of finding that uh, in the show. So it's kind of interesting, where like even the whole Game of Thrones series, uh, it shows that there's no finality after after Robert wins the rebellion. The whole Game of Thrones is set after that, saying like you, power is always being sought after, and the story never ends. And here in the show, they're kind of ending the story within the season. So it just, oh, it'll just yeah. be interesting to see what happens. That definitely makes sense, but I think that's kind of just tailoring to a, a visual casual audience. Viewer, yeah. To a, yeah, yeah. It's the person that sat, watched, you know, 55 hours of the show so far. They, they need something to keep them going. Keep them so going, I think, exactly. Uh, I think people are tired of seeing everybody die, and they're trying to see where the story finally ends up. Because mm-hmm. I know I was getting tired of, <laughs> of just watching everybody, everybody uh, all of the char- characters that I actually knew just die off well hold the door hold the door hold the door (laughs) okay Okay, let's talk about that because i hated that fucking plot (laughs) we get the book of the stranger the door blood of my blood and the broken man so basically uh little finger takes the veil um sansa meets up with little finger um but then we have the big episode uh the door where hodor dies uh and then the whites kill brands uh dire wolf 
and we have the introduction of time travel. I hated that. But yeah, I mean, that three-eyed raven, he really needs to work on his babysitting skills. I, he, he gives no instruction to Bran, like not even a never feed the gremlin after midnight. Like that's all the warning he would have needed. Like, you know, like don't let the don't night king get him touch wet. you. Don't feed yeah. him after midnight. But, like how, how hard is it? But you don't really see what's going on behind closed doors. So Don't warg a hordor. Right. So you don't know like what kind of training he's actually getting from the Three-Eyed Raven. Because we just don't see that. Like, for all we know, it could be, like, a Rocky Five training scene going on in there in the snow, like, them just going at it. So, oh, I we should definitely just... do a Thrones cut montage of, uh, <laughs> of Bran just getting his Ward style going. <laughs> but neither of them could walk, so it would be them just, like, heavily breathing looking at each other, you know? <laughs> it could be the worst cut scene montage ever. But, oh, gosh. But, no, what I'm thinking is we don't really know what Bran can do yet, but we know that he's had some training. So I'm thinking this is kind of like a Luke in Star Wars where he goes and trains with Yoda. And we don't really see what he can do until he comes back with Return of the Jedi and, and he goes after Jabba the Hutt. So I'm hoping we see a lot more coming from Bran in, in future seasons because I think he does have some power. He's he's warging a dragon for sure. Hopefully, because if they don't give him any kind of power, uh, I feel like I've wasted a good three hours of my life watching Bran's shitty story unfold because <laughs> he really hasn't done anything the only thing he's the really thing done he... is ruin hodar's complete life <laughs> he completely ruined joy. hodar's life yeah and he's he, he's seen tower of joy which is like the only real thing he's ever brought to game of thrones that's true and, that's very, very and i think true. that confused more people than actually completed storylines true, true. I think yeah most people are like wait so he is ned's son like ned had sex with his sister that's kind of that's kind of gross like i don't think a lot of people realize quite that, well, what the lineage is now. Yeah. But one thing, uh, one I guess these middle four episodes did have their problems, but one thing I did like was the return of uh, the fucking Hound, man. Yeah. Love Same the Hound. The, you the, hated him to start, and I feel yeah. like he's really changed. And to me, so, I don't, I don't want to get into like ranking every single episode, but probably Blood of My Blood, where he comes back, or, no, sorry, uh, The Broken Man, where he comes back, and... Uh, you have that intro where it just goes right to the scene of them building that church. And, and sorry, what's his name from Deadwood? Someone help me out. His name is, um, oh, God, Ian McShane. Yeah. He played Al- yeah, Alice Wurringen in yeah, uh, Deadwood. Yeah. That intro is so epic, and we get the Hound. And, and that was probably, like, my third favorite episode of the whole season. You didn't like awesome. the Hound? Before? No, I love the Hound. Before? You yeah, didn't who like didn't him? like the Hound before? I always thought he was a cool I character. I kind of didn't. Well, I always thought that he was kind of, he always had, like, a... I don't know. It's it's almost like every interaction he had was kind of negative with other people. And so you kind of were portrayed as or he was portrayed as a character that you shouldn't or wouldn't like. That was my take on him at least. Yeah, as a book reader, how do you feel about the hound? Uh I don't quite know where his story arc is going anymore. I feel like the whole season was leading up to him fighting his his zombie brother, his brother? with a yeah. trial by combat. And I think Clegane that's what we're all waiting Bull. for. Yeah, Kugame. Uh, the hype is real. We we were all waiting for it. Wait, so who's who's on the table when uh, the mountain was going to torture? Because that wasn't Lady Tyrell, was it? No, that was uh, – we'll say that for the last episode, but that was uh, Lady Olenna. Or, no, 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 sorry. That was the person who was torturing her. Uh, what's her name? Torturing Cersei before her walk. Yeah, yeah. the, the oh, crazy nun bitch. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, cool. But going back to – yeah, go, going back to Clegane Bowl, I hate Clegane Bowl because the whole premise of it was – that fucking the hound was gonna fight for the faith militant, and I hate the faith militant, and I like the hounds, so like that just didn't jive with me, you know. I don't yeah. want to work for that 
fucking. And I don't uh, know why he would her. fight for for the faith. I figured he was just gonna fight him because he f- of hatred. It's his hated brother. brother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't see the Dorn guy fighting for Tyrion because he likes Tyrion. It's because he wanted his revenge on the mountain. Yeah, so it would have been the same scenario. But so where's his story arc going? Where's Clegane's story arc going if he's already found his redemption, but he hasn't really done anything as a player in the game? My thought is he's one of the only people that knows that Littlefinger betrayed Ned in season one. Uh, so maybe he's going to head up north. He spent time with Sansa and Arya both on their own. So maybe he heads up, teams up with the Starks and tells them what Littlefinger actually did to betray their dad, and then it's kind of over for Littlefinger. I really That's hope possible. so. Yeah, the Arya... Um, does Arya want to kill him still? No. Arya, the no, Arya she Sansa definitely part doesn't. Of my, the Arya Sansa, or the Arya Sandor part, is one of my favorite parts of the whole series. And she kind of like leaves him there to not kill him. She had the option yeah. to. So. Well, I know she had the option to, but I just felt like if she would run across him again, that she wouldn't let him live for a second time. But that's well, just my yeah. thought. I was going to say, yeah, speaking of Arya, though, she, in the end of this chunk of episodes, she basically rejects the faceless men and walks away. And I know a lot of us didn't really like her whole plot in Bravos. No, I'm no. glad she's away from Bravos and the faceless men because that was just, it was boring and they weren't really going anywhere with it. And they were but, speaking in riddles the whole goddamn yeah. time. Yeah, there but now a she's a badass fighter, though. So she's a badass fighter that's really stealthy. And obviously we saw the revenge of the Red Wedding um, when uh, she slit that dude's throat um, by... Walter Frey. Uh, using a face. Yeah, Walter Frey, excuse me. Um, but yeah, that, that was an amazing revenge scene. And I think the skill she got... I mean, yeah, it just took eight episodes of really, really, really boring plot-driven um, development, but... Yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna prove to be advantageous for her in the Stark name. I think for sure, it already well, has. My, yeah. my question is, why don't we know anything more about the Faceless Men? Her her time with them. There's is no done. rules. There yeah. was no depth. There was no. We found out no That's details about them. Literally, we had like cutscenes of her doing like fighting shit and not learning really anything. We don't know what she learned. We don't even know if she can take off a face really, other yeah, than do, she did the waves. Yeah. The waves. Yeah. Um, but like, we don't know quite what she knows. We don't know what she was doing there. We don't really even know how much time she spent there. Or how they use faces because she was able to do that outside of like the magic of Bravos. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like how how does that work? Yeah. What is it? Does she have like surgically nice hands that she's able to pull off a maneuver? I don't (laughs) know. Right? No. Yeah. Also Also she was stabbed in the stomach and apparently that had no effect. One yeah, episode later. That was a huge plot hole, in my opinion. What, yeah. Was it a plot hole, or did we, did we just not see time passing? Like, was she maybe in bed for a couple months, and we just don't know that? Well, that, that was, that's been my defense of why was she just walking around in the streets? Well, you know, maybe she was hiding out in that cave for, like, two weeks, and then she finally yeah. poked her head out, you know? I mean... Yeah. That's my biggest grudge with the whole series. The fact that in one episode, Littlefinger can touch all four corners of Westeros in one episode. Uh, or <laughs> like, so you know, like he's the is, only is he one. Time traveling teleporter. <laughs> like, and the fact that at the end of the season finale, Varys is in Dorne um, well, talking what, to the grandmother. Oh, that was, and then he's on a ship in Mirren. So before, before we get there, though, we have the Battle of the Bastards to talk about, which, in my opinion, is the best episode in Game of Thrones history. I agree. I, I think it's okay. one of the best medieval esque battle scenes ever portrayed television or film i'm throwing it out there it was epic the shot of the horses coming towards john, john snow gives me chills to this day 
and, and, and even the shot of um, of Davos standing over Shireen's uh, apparent grave. If you look at it from the the next time on Game of Thrones, was one shot without that that orange in there. And then when they actually had the shot, they edited that back in. And I just thought that was like one of the shots that will stick with me when I, whenever I think about the show. Amazing. Yeah, it was. Well, if there's one thing Battle Bastards told us, it is Jon Snow fucking absolutely knows nothing. What a terrible battlefield commander he was during that whole fight. Like, Bad commander, just... but I think he was okay hand-to-hand. Was he not? Well, no, he's, he's a good fighter. Of... I feel like it doesn't matter because he's protected by the lord of whoever knows <laughs> he's, <now>. invincible. <laughs> he's, he's invincible. He's literally invincible. Yeah, he's he invincible. He's protected by something. It's called plot armor. Yeah. Yeah. He's protected wow. by Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's invincible. So that's <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is his show to lose. His throne to lose. Yeah. This it is really his is. show now. Isn't he like 18 in the show now? Isn't his no, character like 18? No one knows about time. Like, he, it could have been 10 yeah, years ago. Time and ages are a weird thing. Time yeah. and ages are weird. Because, like, couldn't Tommen be super young when he was banging Marjorie? Yeah, and in the books, he was too thing. young to consummate. Yeah, so... too young to rectify. I know I wouldn't be too young to consummate. <laughs> no, Natalie Dorner. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna edit that out though. That's okay. Fantastic. Uh, no, but you want to talk about the Lord of Light for a quick second? Yeah, yeah give us I, some I, insight, I, book learner. We need no, it. And the thing is, we don't know anything more in the books. It's just my—I've never seen a fantasy series where magic doesn't, you know, come at a cost. So there's no repercussion for John dying. Ghost doesn't die. I did, John doesn't experience any memory loss. I don't agree with that. Like his yeah. man bun doesn't shrivel off. Like I, there's there's no consequence <laughs> for him coming man. back to life. There's a psychological co- consequence though. Yeah, but because yeah. he says that there's nothing after death. I mean, if you're not religious now, that's kind of how a human being would feel, you know, like in today's time. So I don't think that's that big of a well. The like, null, the null itself is pretty terrifying to someone who's religious. It's true. So. Well, for sure, but it's also terrifying for someone that's not. Uh, you know, like the unknown is always scary. And then if it becomes known that there's nothing there. Yeah. But is that really that big of a scar that's going to affect his life or how he's going to live it? It would, it would affect me. Right. Regardless, the show, within the context of it. Regardless, with John come back to life, what a, who is Lord of Light? He's got to be someone, right? There's got to be someone behind the curtain pulling the strings. Just like we know who the Night King is. The Lord of Light yeah. has to be someone, right? Like, is it Bran? Is it Ch- the Children of the Forest? And then why why does he care about Westeros all of a sudden? Where before he's been strictly over and you know it'd been an Eastern god. So I'm going to be really blue balled if we don't find out more about this Lord of Light and what his agenda is. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. It's Littlefinger. It's been him the whole time. <laughs> that would be and awesome. Well, that's <laughs> an interesting point, though. We should we should mention that I think for the first time in the show. And correct me if I'm wrong, because. I'm usually wrong and forgetful on the on, on on watching series, but Littlefinger for the first time admitted that I think it was episode nine um, at the end of the Bastard Bowl with Sansa out in uh, Winterfell. Um, I believe he revealed like he wants it all. His dream is to have the throne, and he wants to marry Sansa to go into that dream together with her. But I don't think he's ever mentioned that before, and I think a lot of viewers and fans have always wondered what's his end goal. Is he just a puppet master, or does he really want the power? And he admits he wants the power. Although, there's a, like, quote, yeah, there's, a quote by, there's a quote by Varys to Lady Olenna, I think in season four or five, where he says she's sort of displaying, down, downplaying Littlefinger's potential. And 
he says that, you know, when we started this, a little finger had no lands, no title, and no army. He's gotten the first two lands and title. Uh, how long till he gets the third one? And now he has the army, potentially of the whole north, but at least of the Vale. So he's de- he's a major player in the game. I, I think sure he made a mistake, though. He should not have told Sansa what he wants, because now that she knows what he wants, he wants her and he wants the throne, she's going to be able to use that against him, because for the first uh-huh. time and, he showed his cards. Sansa has proven herself as a leader of the family, a leader of, uh, just a leader in general. Um, how she, yeah. how yeah. she kind of instructed John uh, on battle, like, don't do what you, you don't know Ramsey Bolton, you don't know his strategies, you don't know what he's going to do, you don't know him, you don't know what he's going to do in battle. And then she actually went to Littlefinger to help uh, get um, um, troops to kind of flank and help the battle. But uh, she proved herself as a leader, um, so she's definitely going to be a, a major, major player going forward. Yeah, so especially when her and John go to war with each other. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, we might as well now just get into The Winds of Winter, Season 6, Episode 10, Episode 60 of the series. Uh, and winter is, here. Yeah, winter is here. And I think the scene between when John, when all of the people are yelling, King of the North, Sansa has this fall on her face when she's not named Queen of the North. And then she has this like look with Littlefinger. And to me... One of my predictions I'm going to make is that Sansa's going to die, and she's going to go off the rails. Oh, see, I, so I took it the opposite way. I thought I Sansa too. orchestrated the whole thing of John being named King of the North. I thought she was the one that behind the scenes pulled the strings to get that whole crowd to be for John. Oh, and, then and she sees, and then she sees Littlefinger scheming over there, and oh, she's so like, she's "Oh worried shit!" I didn't. About Littlefinger. That's what I was thinking. I think she has no faith in Littlefinger whatsoever, and. If she when she gets the chance, she's going to kill him. Steve's got, him. Steve's really? got, Steve's you guys got think a that? Here. Yeah, you really think she? Yeah, that's far. You think it's going to kill her? I think she doesn't trust him, and she's going to use him as like a, a chess piece in a sense, but kill him. Steve's got a theory here. What you guys are talking about what's going to happen? I was just saying, like you know, Sansa and Littlefinger are going to take the veil, and John and his boys and the Wildlings are going to go. Like I think John and Sansa are going to go to war with each other. But there's not right. time. There's not time I for it. I don't think there's enough episodes. I'm just saying, that's my theory. But we have this huge army from the north, the undead coming. Like, you gotta you gotta think about Sansa though, and that she was raised in King's Landing around all the politics. So she knows how to play the game, and then she learned from Littlefinger how to play the game. And then she was effectively betrayed by Littlefinger when he gave her to Ramsay to be raped. So I I think she's got a vendetta against Littlefinger. I think she knows how to play the game, and I think she's just baiting him along. She knows exactly what he wants, and she's going to use it against him. And then when she gets the chance to stab him in the back, she's going to do it. That's that's what a group would do. I kind of like that. (laughs) A group move, a real group move. A real (laughs) group move. I like that. She got John elected, and I I think she's going to do everything she can to have his back politically to help him navigate the waters, because obviously he's terrible politically, got himself killed already for bad politics so i think she needs her so vince in this episode you said you didn't like the first 15 minutes no 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 no. i was i was trying to say that i really enjoyed how they started out the season um starting directly where it ended last season and i think i drew just kind of a bad uh parallel or or metaphor to the beginning i really like i actually like the beginning um but it led up to the perfect climax so no i didn't like it i have a problem with part of the beginning i think that the assassination scene where uh 
all of Cersei's enemies are going down one by one is pretty cool. Um, but what I didn't really like was the seven-pointed star that was pretty cool. being carved into Loras's head. That was kind of like just a little bit over the top. And then like we have at least a minute and a half of screen time of the church, which is just going to blow up anyway. So, But other than that, once, the, once stuff starts happening and the ball starts rolling, it's pretty awesome. And the music is amazing. How amazing was that music? Oh, my God. Music was awesome. This yeah. is nitpicking at what is one of the best episodes in the show. That, and Cersei's dress was so cool looking. The black one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like yeah. Norton. Oh, that was cool. She looked yeah. like an evil Disney queen. It looked amazing. Long live the queen. We'll, we'll tweet out a picture that we saw earlier. Uh, Stevie posted to a uh, group chat um, of Cersei in like a, a mock-up Disney kind of looking poster, but it's, it's pretty cool. Well, now, what about that final shot of Cersei sitting on the throne and then having that like uh, eye contact Lance with Jamie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys think in her mind it was worth it for her to lose her last child to now be sitting the Iron Throne? Yes. Yeah. Is, is, is she content right now? Sad, yeah. but content. She's not no. content, but I think she feels really good for having that power. Didn't someone already like uh, tell her that she was going to lose all of her children? Well, yeah, and then be killed by a younger brother, though. Yeah. So she's she's listening to the prophecy, but the prophecy says she's gonna die. So is Jamie she, her younger brother? Technically, so is Tyrion. Oh snap! Oh, there you go. Oh snap! Hmm. So the turntables turn. <laughs> What's the one thing Jamie hates more than anything? Is that green fire shit that blows stuff up? Uh-huh. So okay. Someone explain what that is, because Tyrion used it in the uh, what is it called, the Battle or the Bay? Battle of the Blackwater. Yes, exactly. So where was that set by? Someone go into that. I thought it had something to do with dragons. Does it not have anything to do with dragons? Mad King. Doesn't really have anything to do with dragons. The Mad King had it all made um, by his maesters, and he had it because he was going insane. So he had it stocked underneath the city just in case he needed it. Uh, and it's still there on, in like the catacombs of the city, and no one really knew about it. Everyone forgot about it because it was Robert's rebellion. He didn't really need it after he was sitting on the throne. But Cersei finds out about it, obviously uses it. But there's more. There's definitely more. It's laced underneath the whole city, uh, and that was why Jaime killed the Mad King. Is because the Mad King, uh, once once he figured out that he was going to lose, he said, "Just burn the whole city." He said, "Pretty much, if I can't have it, no one can." Burn them and all. Well, burn well is them there all, yeah. is there a theory that then the kind of end game is King's Landing's kind of wiped out and uh, um, yeah. like a new regime yeah. or a new start. So there is a yeah, there is a theory if you one of the most important uh, parts in the books in the show is the Temple of the Dead, where Daenerys has all these visions and prophecies about her future. Uh, in the show it's a little bit different than the books and we have a scene of Daenerys walking through um, the Red Keep towards the Iron throne it looks like it's snowing uh but lately people have been speculating that that snow is actually ash and that everything's burned to the ground but oh yeah i I think it'd be awesome if jamie does end up killing cersei and i think it would be for his honor because he's been on this honor kick recently you know he lost his hands he was the only thing that's good at so now he's all about being noble uh who was he telling just a couple episodes ago where he would do anything to be with cersei and like he was even saying like graphic like how it's so mm-hmm. good to have sex with her or whatever like yeah. you know oh, that guy he had hostage the black yeah and, uh, the, the tully yeah yeah black the last. Yeah. yeah 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 so and like you're tully 
that's why I think, I mean, obviously, kind of that glance speculates that ending glance when Jamie's looking at Cersei on the throne kind of speculates that Jamie thinks that she might have pushed Tommen off the window or kind of had a play in that. You don't think? I don't know. I think, uh, I think Cersei did the one, I think Cersei did the one thing that Unforgivable he can't, to yeah, him. that he can't stand, which was Cause, I mean, do what the Mad King set out to do. Yeah, and he killed the Mad King, and he got the name Kingslayer, and he's had that name forever. And sure. she went and did the one thing that he killed the Mad King for. And sure. I think that's like the most unforgivable thing to him. Except for the Mad King was going to blow up all of King's Landing. She probably, I mean, she killed a couple hundred people, but she didn't kill, you know, all the all the slums of King's Landing. So I don't think it looked right. quite as far as what the Mad King was going to do. But I think he is. Personally, I'm glad she did. I that plot. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> what the faith? I, I hated the faith. The faith was so. Oh stupid. yeah, it was <laughs> worst of the worst plot of the whole series. Well, so bad watching Tom and just totally buy into it. Tom is a terrible character. Well, wasn't that there, <laughs> wasn't there that scene where um, him and Tom and Tywin were kind of standing at Joffrey's grave, and Tywin asked him what made a, a good king, mm-hmm. and Tommen's like first response was his faith. Yeah, but yeah. then the dad's but like, then no. the dad's or like, grandpa's no. like, no. Or a grandpa's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And then I also saw on Reddit when you look when Tommen jumps out the window the window supported by two pillars on each side. And one of the things Tommen was constantly saying was the two pillars of the um, kingdom are, yeah, are are the crown and the faith or something like that. Yeah. So do you think that the high Sparrow was he power hungry or was he actually truly like a pious priest or or was he, I think that would just go into a religious debate. I mean, I don't know who knows. Mm Hmm. I think that he believed what he thought was right, but he's also the head of the church. You know what I mean? So more, so more pious. More, yeah, more and, pious. And, and for my money, the seven are the only... Uh, he's dead now. Faith. I don't care. Yeah, the seven <laughs> are the only faith that's never really shown anything. Like <laughs> The Lord of Light can resurrect people. Obviously, the gods of the north, the old gods, have powers, but the seven... Yeah, they could have been a false kind of religion, in a sense, in this universe. Yeah, like that. Have the seven done anything? They haven't really done anything, yeah. On screen, at least. You can blame Cersei for that, too, money. That was a terrible plot, and it was all Cersei's fault. What's that? I just didn't understand it. It, uh, it, The faith. It took took up so much time. Mm -hmm. So much time over so many seasons. I just was so sick of it by the end of it. But this episode totally made up for all of it. (laughs) Totally redeemed yourself. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a pretty fucking great like way that she killed everybody. Like I I was so jacked when she blew up that church. But honestly, yeah. the first time I was on Cersei's side this entire series. Yeah. I was like, was hell yeah. She's done anything in a while too. I mean this episode was great if it can make the Sam plot look interesting where he's having like discovering the internet at the Citadel. <laughs> what is yeah. that thing? Yeah. Sam, Sam just discovered cat memes. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it totally re- it totally redeems the Arya plot cuz she Scott Tennerman's <laughs> what's his name? Walter Frey's kids. Oh yeah. Walter Frey. Right. It's her some his kids, yeah. Scott Tennerman. <laughs> nice reference, Pat. Very That's nice, very nice. nice. Yeah, but, but it, yeah, it, I guess that, that was super yeah. aggressive that she just straight up fed them. His it's for violating guest rights. There was yeah, there was like a bedtime story. The Rat King or whatever. Mm-hmm. The finale was good because it made up for a lot of the really boring storylines 
throughout the past couple seasons. Thank God they wrapped those up. As God. like Cersei and Arya's storylines. That and Daenerys is just along for a while. the worst actress on the whole show. <laughs> like when, yeah. she's, when she and speaks, now, I cringe. And now Danny's actually doing something. She's finally off of that fucking rock marine. And now she's doing something. She's actually going somewhere. Every this is a great season finale. So I hope they keep up the speed next season. We didn't yeah. talk about Danny's second fire trick. Oh, where she burns. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Why does she? How does she keep getting away with this? Also, are you talking about the scene she, where, where she burned all of the Thraki uh, warlords? The call. That was so stupid. I, I thought it was pretty stupid as well. Like, is that been there, done that, right? Does sand burn? <laughs> the Does sand, sand burn? Well, it's like, the flammable sand? And they were sand? like a, a, a straw hut. Like, can they break through it and kind of like just like, eat what they want? Yeah, yeah. Can he, can't they just kick down? Were the Dorthraki warriors just covered in gasoline their whole lives? They should have bathed in a long time. She always has like these quick one-liners before she does shit. And it's just so annoying. Cheesy and bad. Very. Amelia Clark, she is pretty, as gorgeous as she is, she cannot. And act. back in the, uh, uh, when we first saw this episode in the thread, Stevie, you said, why are the people in the back bowing to her? They didn't see what happened. No, that was Vince. That was Vince. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that because everyone, yeah. everyone in a circle started bowing immediately. I mean, obviously this is on screen. see that she's coming out of the tunnel? Yeah. But yeah, what are they bowing to? Just the, their most sacred building burning? Like, don't you think they'd be going nuts? Dothraki lemmings. They just follow the person. Whatever they see them. next to them. It's like yeah. watching a concert from the parking lot. I mean, how could they see that? <laughs> um, I just, I love the, from the point in the season finale where they showed uh, Cersei with her black dress, I think in TV shows more than movies, um, Colors are really important, and I was kind of teetering on the edge because black. I was wondering why she was wearing a black dress. I didn't know if she was preparing for her own funeral because she knew she'd be caught guilty, and I thought it was amazing how she kind of flipped the tables and just killed everybody. So I thought that was pretty cool. I have. I just have two questions for each of you guys, and they are, the first one is, where do you think that the last epic battle is? And who do you think is the most powerful person in the world in the end? And then any other predictions you have? I mean, I know the Bastard Bowl took place at Winterfell. But I, I have to think the last great battle will be at King's Landing. Even though like a lot, the Sept and a lot of the city was destroyed. I have to think it's going to be there. So they make it, the White Walkers make it all the way to King's Landing. Just decimate the north and the neck and everything yeah. in between. Yeah. yeah, I really do. I think that I think King's Landing is kind of like has always been kind of like a center vocal point for the series. Um, I, w- I wish it was Winterfell because you kind of come home, but I think with the Bastard Bowl being there, I don't think it will be. And I think when it's all said and done, the most powerful person in the land will be Davos Seaworth. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yep. Then any other predictions at all? Or I think there's a ice dragon under- underneath Winterfell. Well. I texted you guys a while ago my predictions, and most of them have come true so far. I we don't saying. believe you. There's no proof. <laughs> yeah. There's no proof. No. Okay, you. fuck you guys. First of all, fuck you guys. I don't even like this show, and most of my predictions have come true. So go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. But uh, Danny and John are definitely going to end up together. I don't even care if they're related. They're going to be together. Well, that's a good thing for Tyrion, though. Like, they, that's like... 
Danny and John are going to end up together. John is, this is John, John Snow's show. Like this is his war to lose. This is his throne to not sit in. When does Azora <laughs> High come into play? Yeah, this is definitely a Jon Snow story because everything is setting up for him to take the throne, I feel like. And I feel like th the final battle is going to be at the wall, mostly. I, th I feel like Danny is going to come with her forces to the wall with her dragons and take out the White Walkers or whatever with her dragons because fire beats ice or whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's just it's Jon Snow's show like this is everything leading up in this show has just been like oh Jon Snow is the main character that no one suspected this is his storyline nice I like it so I think that the final battle will be at Winterfell I think the wall comes down next season when Bran crosses it with his uh Touched by a angel White Walker thing, uh, <laughs> so then I think I think that the final battle will be at Winterfell. I think that the people from the south will end up coming up there. I think that Danny will be the queen. John's gonna kind of just like go to obscurity, and then Tyrion will actually be the most powerful person. Like he's actually gonna run shit. Where Danny's just kind of like the enforcer. Um, and my last prediction is that I think that all of the Starks whose wolves are dead are also pretty much fucked. Like, Rob died. Um, I think Sa Sansa will eventually die. Rickon died. Um, and then I think Bran, the character, has died, but he's going to live on as a three-eyed raven. So that's I what I think. A, yeah. I heard a theory that is Arya's wolf still alive somewhere that no one knows it's about? Alive. She is for sure, yeah. Yeah. Arya's wolf is still alive. She's still alive. I heard that her wolf is like out there running shit with a bunch of other wild dogs <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Think, yeah. And, Wait, what's, and, what's her dog's name? Nymira? And that mm -hmm. that wolf is gonna come back with a pack of wolves or whatever, and they're gonna warg into a wolf army or something. Well, also um, pretty so, cool. yeah. Also, supposedly the names are very significant of the wolves. Like, w I mean, like kind of weak gray wind. Like, the wind has gone in a second, but Ghost, John Rose from the Dead, Shaggy Dog, a Shaggy Dog plot, is something that doesn't, isn't really relevant to the story that was written. <laughs> um, That's just a terrible name for a dog. <laughs> yeah. Don't know how the brand summer thing ties in, but Nymeria was a powerful warrior, which Arya's kind of becoming. But uh, Vince, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I, I think they're kind of setting up on a platter for Jon Snow marries Daenerys, and they're both Targaryen, and they make a perfect king and queen Targaryen with uh, Tyrion being, like, head advisor, king of the hand, um, with the, you know, fire beating out the ice in an epic south of Winterfell battle. I think that's what they're kind of pushing towards, but I think it would be a really big bummer to the fans and i haven't read the yeah i haven't read the books and you know like especially the people that might have been reading the books since uh R. martin started them um i think that would kind of almost be like a giant middle finger to them um 20 just years get, ago 20 years so there's some fans out there that uh are true you know have been with it for this long 
And uh, I think it would kind of be, you know, a shame. But you never know. Maybe that that's what they want. But I feel like they're kind of delivering uh, on a path of what is just the most ideal situation, which I think is the most lame, shitty way to end it. So um, will it end that way? I don't know. I really, really, really don't know. And I think a prediction for me would be that uh, I'm just going to go what I think I hope they'll do. And that's that they'll do something completely wild card out of the, like, holy shit, I did not see that coming. And then cause like a stir that like people talk about for years and years and years to come. What if the White Walkers win? Yeah, what if the White Walkers win? What if uh, Littlefinger ends up in the throne? What if, I think a really good idea would be to end the show that, you know, someone else goes into power, but then that they somehow do like a flash forward to them, like them losing power and the next person taking it. Cause I think the entire game of Thrones starts a whole nother game of Thrones starts because in the game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Boom. But no, I I think that uh, (laughs) I I really think that it would be super cool if they kind of made an end where that there's no such thing as an end that it's, it's a cutthroat, um, you know, this was just like, this was just like one giant episode in the game of of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, it's it's a small subset of a larger set of never-ending battles and conquest and chances to go after the throne. And I think it would be really, really kind of meta or like uh, uh, um, existential to make it seem like it doesn't matter. So all this that they showed us, we got so brought into it, so emotionally attached to characters. Some characters died. Some characters did stuff we didn't want them to do. Um, and then at the end, they kind of just make it like it doesn't matter. No matter what happens through the flow of life, it's variable and the next group or movement is coming through no matter what, and you can't really stop it. So I think it would be really cool that uh, if they kind of just make it a vague ending, but not like vague, but like in the sense that uh, in the Game of Thrones or just the game of power in politics and in global politics is that uh, someone's always going after that end game power and that it's a never ending game. That would be bittersweet, and that's one thing that Martin has promised us, is that the ending has got to be bittersweet. Uh, but last but not least, Groot. Uh, All right. What do you think? So I think the wall is going to fall rather quickly and rather easily. So I think the wall falls quickly. Via Bran or via, via an attack? Um, probably via, via Bran, but either way, I think it's going to come down, and I think it's going to come down fast. I don't think it's going to be much of a battle, so I think they're going to retreat pretty quickly back to Winterfell and hole up there. And I think while they're in Winterfell holding up and trying to defend, I think Danny's going to be in the south and King's Landing starting to take over there. Uh, and so I don't think they're going to interact much. But then I think Winterfell is going to fall too. And I think they're going to retreat then back to the marshes where Howland Reed is. Because if you remember, Howland Reed is the only living character besides Bran now that knows who John's parents are. And so I think that's going to be important and be an important last battle. So I don't think John's going to know who he is until the, one of the very last episodes. And I think Holland Reed is going to tell him. And I think that's where the last battle is going to be in, the, in his in his marshes. Uh, and I think that's when Danny is going to come too. So I think John's going to find out his heritage in the marshes by Holland Reed. I think Danny's going to come up from the south at the same time. And I think that's going to be the very last battle. Um, hmm. So that's what I think has happened. I I think that John's sword, you know, his sword's going to go on fire because that's what was. You know, prophesize, but I think the fire is going to come from the dragon. So I think the fire, the dragon breathes down fire on Jon Snow, and while he's fighting the Night King, right? I love and that the, theory. I love that theory. And the fire distinguishes, and all that's left is Jon's flaming sword. You know, as he stabs it through the heart of the Night King. Love that so, theory. We'll we'll see. I think it's going to happen though, in in the in the marshes, 
Holland Reed's territory, and I think it's going to be because he finds out who his parents are that you know he kind of believes that he is the prince that was promised. This whole right. this whole Tower of Joy thing, though. Yeah, that relying on Bran to say something about it, like who's just going to believe Bran? It's like, oh, no. okay, I guess that makes sense. Holland Reed was there. He was the one that stabbed uh, the guy in the back to save Ned's life, young Ned. Yeah. Um, and he's the only other living one, so he's going to be the one that has to tell to tell John. And he's the one that lives in the marshes. Also, Bran, the girl that Bran's with, the Mira girl, that is her dad is Howland Reed. So her dad is the one. Oh. Her dad is the one that oh, saw Ned Stark go up and grab Jon Snow. So he knows. So maybe she knows too. So I think Howland Reed's in it. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe Mira can back up Bran. Maybe Howland Reed tells him himself. Either way, I think he's going to find out last minute, and when he finds out, then he's going to you know, tear shit up. We'll see. Well, uh, I don't agree that Jon Snow is fucking shit up. Definitely. Last season. Uh, well, go, go, think, go ahead. You man. said that this is no. You said this is what you think will happen. Uh, is this what you want to happen? As as a person that's read the books, is this something that you want to happen as well as think mm. it happen? Yeah, I want Jon Snow to deliver the killing blow, and I, honestly, I would not mind if Danny dies. I think once she gets her armies over. I, I think she can die, and I don't think it's going to hurt the story or hurt people that have invested time in it at all. I think she's kind of okay with it. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with her dying by the Night King and John taking over her dragons, getting on top of Drogon. Um, I don't know if two other people are going to get Fight on the dragon. Fight for me, Drogon. <laughs> so I don't know. I do think, though, that John is going to uh, renew his night, Night's Watch vows at the end of it. I think after the battle's done, he's going to go back to the wall and have to rebuild it. And so I think Dude, he's going to take no his vows again. Really? Wow. After the war, we'll see. Interesting. And, yeah. and, and, that, and that, would be, that would be his way of kind of renouncing his heritage. You know, he's gone his whole life without it. And Tyrion did tell him, be proud of being a bastard, and no one can make fun of you for it. So I, I think maybe he takes the battle black again, goes back and decides someone has to rebuild the wall, and he's going to do it. So, And then I think, you know, it's a song of ice and fire, and the seasons are always coming and going. So I, do, I think even if they do defeat this Night King, there will be other whites and other white walkers to fight. So I could see, you know, fast forwarding 100 years, and there seems to be seemingly peace in in the in Westeros. And then last scene is a white walker opening his blue eyes or something to say it's winter's coming again. But the but the fast forward scene is to, to summer, maybe 100 years later after this winter is over. Well, speaking of winter is coming, um, is that detailed out in the books more than so on screen? Because is I mean, does that mean they're fighting White Walkers every X amount of years or some shit? No. Like, what is, no. Yeah, I mean, so like you have to look at it. it like it. there's the regular winter happens like maybe once a decade, lasts a year or two, then you get over it. But it's been a while, extraordinarily long. Winter like is also is kind of like the concept of the White Walkers coming, which hasn't happened in like a millennia. So. It's almost like a fable at this point, but it, it, the words do have an intentional double meaning, right? Am I wrong, Groot? Is that... Uh, okay, I'm pretty sure that's right. What's the Night King's actual name? I have, I have no idea, but he was a Stark, right? Because you see the children was, before wasn't his name, like Wasn't his name Brandon Stark? It, yeah, it might have been. It might, might have been. But you see him something. with Dragonglass. And what is Sam going to do? Is he going to learn the secret of Valyrian Steel? Is that why he's in... I hate, this, I hate I hate I hate the Sam plot. I do not like I like it. Sam. I like Sam. 
He's gonna figure something out that either deals with the White Walkers or these swords or something, but that's the only reason that we're still talking about him is yeah, he's it, gonna figure he's gonna figure something out at this Maester School. And he did steal his father's Valerian steel sword. So there you go. and the masters, yeah. the masters know how to create Valerian steel, and we know that's what kills the White Walkers. So maybe he learns the secret of forging that. Yeah. Also, I think we haven't talked about this yet. And Pappy, I believe you're the first one I've really had any kind of conversation, or or, or, or you're the one that brought it up, I believe. Um, but the women in power in this show—that's um, definitely something to bring to light uh, because I think that's not really represented uh, across many TV shows at all. Um, but right now, as season six ended, uh, there's a solid five women in the entire you know Game of Thrones um, universe that are in major power and major power roles and are definitely going to change the outcome of the rest of the um, series or. Uh, universe mm-hmm. of this but I, I think we should bring it up and talk about it i mean you know we it's definitely um intentional unintentional i'm not sure what do you guys think about that pappy you brought it up so what, what's your thoughts on that yeah i mean i later i later saw on reddit that people were calling it like, the war of the five queens kind of drawing that mm-hmm. parallel to the, the the war of the five kings but they're kind of covering their ass too in some way because there's also you know i mean in season one and two a lot of nudity, of, like rape and bullshit. Yeah, like that. It, or kind it. of demeaning. Yeah, so now it's kind of like yeah. swinging the pendulum back the other way. Do you but really think also, that's but no, for, I think on purpose for that reason? No, I, I do. I, I that's think a lot of writing. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think that the people who are writing the show are sexist. So I think that they're intentionally maybe swinging a pendulum. Um, I mean, that's pretty obvious that all of the main men are dead. But I think Jon Snow may is kind of like the the fan favorite to wind up wind up winning it all, you know. Mm-hmm. So it could justify putting a king. If your king's the president, but all your governors are women, you know, that's yeah. at least some change. But yeah, I mean, just even going back to, I, I think we mentioned how Jon Snow was, um, you know, given the King of the North title kind of unanimously by all the uh, northern leaders um lady marmot the little am i saying that correctly the little girl uh she's the one who started that entire thing she pledged her allegiance of her house just like to give him that title i think that's like she made a pretty big stand there um as just a little child and all these men uh kind of followed like she's what like an eight-year-old girl or 12 year old girl maybe um whatever and these you know six-year-old men follow her after that um, you know, you got that. You also have Danny, which is obvious. Uh, you got the Dornish women who completely overtook every all the men like uh, um, um, power uh, structure. You got that. I, it, I think Sansa, obviously. Um, I don't know. I'm rambling on now. Someone save me. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> we can edit it out. Don't worry. Good. Yeah. Edit we won't, though. Out. Nope. I know. Nope. We, we always Perfect. leave that in. Perfect. Well, no, I, I think it's really cool, though, um, that they're incorporating that. Uh, you just don't see a show really with that many women players in power and that many women players in power that you root for, um, which is really cool. 
Do you guys think, think there's any credence to Daenerys hooking up with Asha Greyjoy and having like a lesbian power couple? That'd be hilarious, but no, I don't think so. I, I think all they these women of, in power... They got eyes at each other, man. They did. Uh, Asha's so smooth. Kind of awesome, actually. And also, I kind of predicted this. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, want to see documentation of any of your predictions. We actually found text. Mikey's theories. Yeah, yeah. All, all of his theories have been right the whole time. This text he said, yeah. Mikey, are you George R.R. R. Martin? I'm not sure. <laughs> he puts on like a fat suit. To <laughs> 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 go out in public. Fine, yeah. Good gosh. No, I, right. I think all the women are are purely out because of the TV show. I. When you look back at all of George R. R. Martin's writing, and even everything we know about Robert's Rebellion, there's not a single woman mentioned in there about power whatsoever. And there's nothing really in the first couple books before the TV show got big. So I, I really think all this women in power, which is fine. Like, I think it's great. I think it's really compelling. But I, I think it has more to do with ratings and more to do with producing and more to do with the television show than it actually has to do with George R. R. Martin and his writing. Because you don't see it anywhere before the TV show. Nice. Good so that's, that's my take on it. Yeah, no, nice. Well, if it, does anyone else have anything else to say before we uh, play the trivia game? Did we all throw out our end game opinions? I think Did so, Steve? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I just kind of said there's a dragon underneath Winterfell, but... Yeah. Um, I think that's definitely a possibility. I just think... I, I mean, I think as far as end game goes, I think it's going to be somebody that we've seen, but I haven't seen a lot of, and I don't think it's going to be a major player in the series. I guess it's going to be kind of somebody that kind of sneaks up on everybody. Theon Greyjoy? Yeah, something like that. Um, Varys. Just, Varys, yeah. I mean, Varys and Littlefinger have kind of set everything in motion in the whole series anyway. Okay, wait. So, did we mention Varys how Varys was up. in Dorne and then all of a sudden Marine like a second later? Yeah, but if you look, they, he does have Tyrell ships with him in Marine. So I guess uh, that's the proof that he brought their ships over from Dorne. Yeah. So whatever, but still, it's... But still, it's like... Poorly like constricted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time Theon Greyjoy yeah. is compelling, though, if he got on the throne. That'd be pretty cool. To go from Reek to King, that'd be awesome. Reek to King. And Ramsey. How pumped is he going to be when he finds out Ramsey? All right, Ramsey. No heir. Oh, yeah, he can't have an heir. He's kind of dickless, isn't he? Yeah. Kind That's of not... dickless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely has no dick. <laughs> Cap, you got some trivia for us? Shoot it, baby. Yeah. All right. All right, let's, let's get it. So this could take a while, but I think that you guys are going to screw up. So, well. Almost definitely. Yeah, we, we hate you, too. The name of the game is <laughs> the Sean Bean game. Yes. Oh. I have a list of about... 468 characters. Oh my god. Who are, who are confirmed dead from Game of Thrones. We're going to go around Robin naming dead people from the show until you're out. Hold on, how specific do we have to be? Well, I'll help you out. Especially yeah. if you haven't read the books. That seems fair. I mean, I'm just going to bow out. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. no because... Because, um, as a caveat, for example, if this was a cop show, in this list there's also, like, dead cop number one. So if you can name, like, oh, certain gosh. generic... White Walker number four. 
Yeah. <laughs> nice guess. But, I mean, I don't know who would be fair to start with, but... Groot, go first. All right, Catelyn Stark. Yep. Stevie? Nedley Stark. Ned Stark. Mikey? Rob Stark. Vince? Um, Robert Baratheon. Renly Baratheon. Um, Marjorie Tyrell. Yep. Recon. <laughs> Wait, is it me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Uh, Joffrey. Lancel Lannister. Or Lance, yeah, Lance Lance. Yep. Loras. Uh, what's the guy that Cleek gained the mountain killed? He crushed his face. Oberyn. Oberyn. Nice. Um. Shit, when you were saying that, I just forgot the one I was going to say. Um, Marjorie Tyrell. Uh, someone said that. said it. Yeah, oh, go you ahead. Did? Try again. Yeah. Try again. Yeah. Okay. Bruce Bolton. Nace Tyrell. Tyrell. Mm. Tywin Lannister. <sighs> On Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ramsey. Ramsey, dickhead, Bolton. Nice. The wave. The Master wave. Amen. Oh, nice. Uh, I can't. I don't even know if I can pronounce his name right. Is it? Uh, I know it's. Not, is it? God, it's Cersei's uncle. Is it like Kevin or Kevin? Kevin Lannister. Yep. Yeah. Kevin Lannister. <laughs> that sounds so generic. <laughs> That's a uh, fake character. That's not a real guy. Joe Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cousin Bob Bill. <laughs> uh, uh, Stannis. Nice. Uh, Although not confirmed. Right? Yeah, it's confirmed. <laughs> Would he be under? That'd be a twist. If Stannis is confirmed. Baratheon. Okay. Anyways, is... my turn, right? Have we said Tommen? Nope. Tommen. Mance, the king of the wildlings. Yeah, Stannis is confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. You got you got Mance group. Yep. Go to Wildling 2. Rest, rest in peace one of my favorite characters. 1-1. One, one. <laughs> nice. Good pull. Shed a tear at that part. Uh, Blackfish. Nice. Hold the door. Uh-huh. Garoot. Oh, is it my turn? I'm sorry. Uh, so hold the door. <laughs> yeah, your turn. We count animals, too? Yeah, why not? Uh, well, I'll go with Pycelle. Of course we are, yeah. I'll go with Pycelle. Pycelle, yeah, yeah. But animals are on this list. Um, Lady. Uh, 
King's Landing prostitute number one. <laughs> no um, way. <laughs> I've run out of names. <laughs> no. Sorry. I've run out of names. <laughs> there was yeah. uh, King's Landing Rider number one and King's Landing Boyster number one. Oh, no prostitute. Boyster. Boyster? What is that? Yeah, what is I have no. I, have, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> so how, specific, how specific on names do we have to be? Just get close. Or have we said, uh... Oh, God. <laughs> the Frey. The, the, uh, I Frey that said. I think so. We which, have Frey, which one are you talking about? The one Arya slit. His throat. Okay, that dude. Walder Frey? <laughs> Walder Frey! I said Elder Frey. Yeah, Walder Frey. Good God. Yeah, Walder Frey. That's, that's why I'm at it. Who's up next? Filch. Group. Oh, no, it was my turn. Um, sorry. Uh, Lysa Arian. Are you looking this up, Garrett? Who's typing? No, I'm not. <laughs> I hear it clacking. I hear it clacking. Someone's clacking. Yeah. Alright, uh, my turn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I guess R.I.P. to our favorite lady in the whole show, Egret. Oh, God rest her. She's the, she's the, okay, God hottest girl, wait, quick, yeah, quick, one. hottest girl on Game of Thrones, Egret. 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 Rob's, Rob's wife. Rob's pregnant Ooh. wife. Oh, she was a, she was nice. a, Char Charlie Chaplin's nice. granddaughter. And now it's my turn, I say Rob's wife. Uh, oh, the, the prostitute that taught Danny how to have sex. That girl was smoking. And they have a little lesbian scene. Wow. <laughs> Good pull. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we were just talking about women power and, and women having great roles in TV show, and we pulled that out. That is the other side of the spectrum of Thrones for you, our viewers. Who would you do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, wait. Did she die? Because Garrett, that could be your guess, too. She did die. There you go, your guess. But I, I don't know how to look. Wait, all right, I'll go with uh, Kyle Drogo then. Yeah, all right, now good. I remember so many. Yeah, <laughs> I can remember some names now. All right, um, pull this one out. One of my favorite deaths, uh, Ollie. Can I say uh, John? Can I say John Snow? Because he came. Yes, back. thank you. I John was hoping Snow. it's a fucking wood. Yeah, of course. John Snow died. Yeah. No. He's on this Moody. list. This was a confirmed uh, character. So think Eric and Darian also died and came back. Yep. yep. My turn. Yep. Um, God, what was uh, Stannis' daughter's name? Um, that would suffice. It's like Shirley or. Uh, Sheeran. Sheeran? Shireen. 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 There we go. Shireen. All right. Shireen. Yeah. Um. Then I'll go with. Uh, shoot, Danny's older brother that died with by Call Drago. What was his name? Um. Viserys, I think. Yeah. Viserys. Targaryen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Robert Aaron. Nice. Yes. Um, K 
Catelyn's sister was it Lisa or Ben uh... said Stevie. Uh, oh, Sherry said that. Okay. Cool. Uh, Rose, the prostitute. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um. Oh crap! I forget. Oh well, on that one. Um, but what about um the Viper? Oberon. That's been Mikey said. said that. Yeah. Oh, Mikey said that. Damn it. Um. Um. Darn it! I had one too. Not stalling. <laughs> not not <laughs> stalling. Not 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 stalling either. Um, anyways, uh, you can always go for the extras too. Well, okay, then the uh, three guys that uh, the hound hung, um, he got to hang, I think, one or two of them. Um, but those three guys, I know they're just extras, but you guys know who I'm talking about. I mean, you gotta give me like some sort of name I can look up on this list, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. You gotta, well, you gotta be close. I don't know what they village would be. Village burners, called. village pillagers, like they. Dead they, guy number thirty. Dead guy number thirty. You know those three guys that he wanted to go find and kill because they killed everyone on the village that he was like building for. No, I know, but I, I just gotta find them on this list somehow. I'm not oh, saying it's shit. I mean, I guess um, I can give a better answer. I don't know how to describe those other than that. He's gotta get lucky, but I'll figure you. Hangman number one. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> Uh, there's other people that have died, so... Um... Come on. No hangman. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Um... Shit. How about <laughs> the, uh, the new call? Kyle, or whatever. Like, there's Call Drago, but, like, the new one. He died. Carl Whitehill? I don't know his name, but yeah, the new call. Okay. Yeah. Wait, something that? All right. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Fine. Fat Walda. Fat nice. Walda Frey. Oh, that's really nice. My turn. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I kind of get down to nitty gritty for me though. I'm so bad with names. Um. Playing fast and loose with names, so. Fast and loose. Uh, wildling giant number one. <laughs> that could do it. At the wall. Sorry, no. The, one, the a giant definitely died at the wall. It's true. He was holding the gate. Yeah. He was holding the door. <laughs> that's just flawed if that's not in there. I'm just telling you. Fine. It's, it, being a real dick about this game, Patrick. Yeah, no shit. We're being loose with games, but no giant died throughout the series besides at... one one. You said one one already, and there's no I know, but giant. There, another yeah, gi- but this uh, is his brother, giant number one. Yeah, giant number. There has to be another giant in there. Even. All right. Okay. Is, is uh, Shaggy Dog has been said? Yet? Yes. No. Shaggy Dog. Yeah. Shaggy Dog. There you go. What about High Sparrow? Nice. Good call. Uh, the Half Hand. Who's that? Yeah, what's he's, that? He's mean? the guy that Jon <laughs> Snow killed to prove to the Wildlings that he was going to be one of them. Mm. He's like one of the famous guys mm. from the Black. One of us. One, one of us. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't appear on this list. 
Do you have anything else? Do you have anything else? Sure. Uh, Commander Mormont. Nice. So many dead people. What about Benjen Stark? Ooh. Yeah, he's dead. Yep, for sure. He's dead. There you go. Yep. Have we said Rickon yet? No. I said that. Oh, you did? Nice. Yep. Oh, you bastard. What was that? Uh, what was the What was the wildling chick's name? Is that enough for me to say Egret? that? Egret? We already said her. No, no, said her. no, 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 no. I know you're talking about the one that helped the Stark kids. That helped like. You said uh, it this episode. Maybe. Fran. Don't tell him because I'm gonna go for that one. There you oh, go, you... Garrett. Play it. Yeah, you gotta give me something I can look up. But I know you're talking yeah. about. You, yeah, I know you guys know. Oh. Okay, well, then let me think of another one because I I have no idea what her name was ever. Um, what about the? Uh, I can't get names, so I can tell you like they're they're like. What about the old? Um, yeah. Command the commander of the wall or whatever the. Uh, That's been said. Commander of the next watch. It's been said. Okay. <laughs> You're onto something though. I'm onto something. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like a bottle knife of this game. Um, I might have to duck out just because my memory is not serving me very well right now. Uh, what about what about uh, Lord Tyrell, the like man of the Tyrell family? I said that. Garrett guessed it. Yeah. Okay. What a, nice. Oh, yeah, good. Say, I'm thinking of some new ones now that I have. Yeah, that was my next guess. Um. Oh, are we going to do a countdown on this, then? The trick of this game is sit out a couple rounds, and then you can just think they, of all that. Yeah, you just... <laughs> do a little breather, yeah. Then all of a sudden, yeah, start coming up. Um, can I say uh, Clegane, the mountain? Because isn't he technically a zombie? Yeah, he... what kind of... He's resurrected. Vince, you were thinking about Asha, or Osha. Damn Asha, it! Okay. Yes! 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 Sorry for you. Osha, yeah. Damn. Osha. Damn it. Swimming in the ocean. So is that is that what Bruce said then? Yep. Yeah. All right. Who was? Uh, golly, this is gonna suck. Um, All these people are Tyrion's dead. Tyrion's prostitute booty. I think it was like Sasha or. Uh, I think Sasha. I. She was very hot. I think I know. What was her name? I don't remember. Actually, I think I do. Shay. The one that, he, the one that Shay. Killed. Shay. 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 Yeah. There you go. That's We're counting Sasha? <laughs> okay. That's so close to Shay. Sasha Gray. Okay. Alright, I'll duck out, Pap. You know what? It's your game. It's your game, Pap. It's your game, Pap. Sasha. <laughs> I've had six beers and I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm going home. Can we, can I, uh, can I say Rhaegar? Is that something yeah. else? Yes. Hey, Rhaegar. Lion of Star. They showed Rhaegar dying? I don't know. No, they did not. Here, he's mentioned. Oh, man, I'm thinking of so many names. Oh, so I mentioned? Now. I thought you said on screen. Okay. Um, I yeah, this I list of Game of Thrones dead characters. What about the Night's King? Yep. Yeah. Wait, did Garrett say one? I feel like we skipped Garrett, did he? Uh-oh. I think so. Uh, Lyanna Stark. Oh, you did? Yeah, you did. Okay. Um, she has to. That was just me stalling again. 
Uh, nice Jamie's hand. Yeah. I think I think I'm gonna have to take a foul, honestly, because I'm racking my brain. I'm not catching anything. Uh, Dude, who got kicked through the moon? The moon hole. Set. Look at that. What? What's the moon hole? You <laughs> set her uh, already. In the veil. Yeah, we already set her. In the veil. Oh, you did. Yeah. Um, there was like three people though that got kicked through that. Moonhole soldier number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I say like uh, Bolton, Bolton Army member number seventy-three? Um. <laughs> Ramsey. No, there's Cal no. Yeah, the Ramsey Cavalry horse. Ramsey Cavalry horse number two. Uh, there was a <laughs> there's a Bolton guard, Bolton officer. Those are cheap, though. I don't want to like. Sorry. Yeah, I think you're you're done. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a bow just because I, I'm grassman straws. So who's left? Just Groot and Stevie. Yeah. Yes. All right, my turn. Um, Ramsey's younger brother. Baby Ramsey. All right. Baby Baby Ramsey. Ramsey. What about the Lord of Castamere? Uh. What the fuck is that? They wrote a song about it, Groot. <laughs> Sounds made. It's probably the most famous song in the whole show. Read a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> What do you Nerd. think the Reigns of Castamere is about? What's Castamere? A bad storm. The Reigns of Castamere. No, Tywin killed him. No, that's not on. What? They wrote a song about it. <laughs> okay, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> this game is flawed. It's yeah, your this game, game happy. Whatever. Yeah. It's your game. It's your yeah, game. Finish sure. it. Um. <laughs> think here. It's your game, Stevie. Finish it. Going by the list, man. Going by the list. Alrighty. Um, see, I'm having trouble with specific names here, even though Lori Casper should be on there. Um, <laughs> There's 400 names on here. <laughs> I mean, if Rhaegar can be on there, I don't understand why like, Lori Casper can't. I mean, what about, like, yeah, never mind. Um, I got a freebie on the list. GameofThrones.wikia.com slash category status dead. Um. Never said it was official. Um. God, what about uh? Yeah, I'm out. Groot, you need one to win. Well, you started, so does Groot win? Yeah, yeah, Groot wins. Yeah, Groot wins. Win Do you have any more? No, you don't no, win by default. I was thinking about the Greyjoy. Ironborn King that gets thrown off the bridge. You know what I'm talking about? I think that was said, wasn't it? No. Who's the uh, kid that forges pretty badass armor that gets murdered by Melisandre? Ooh, Hot Pie and Gendry. Gendry. But neither of of them died. Yeah. I thought. thought... Wait, they're not dead? No. No, Gendry goes off in a boat, never to be seen again, a rowboat. Yeah. What if he gets the throne? He shows up after the battle and everyone's dead, and he's like, uh, I'm <laughs> king like, now. Right. <laughs> I got this. Like, Children this of the nice. Forest, number one. John Karstark, <laughs> who gets his head cut off. Uh, what about Meister Tar- Targaryen? Eamon, that was said. Someone said that, yeah. Oh, someone said Eamon? So, what do I win? Are you sure King's Landing hooker pride. number one isn't on there? Big, biggest virgin plaque? Yeah, pride. yeah. Did someone say Greywind? 
No one did say Greyblood. Nymeria's on this fucking list, though. So, no uh, way. Yeah. Alright, well. That went on for a while, actually. We'll have yeah. to edit together and make it sound like we're like sharper than we are. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that? Oh, yeah. Technology exists. I love it. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Pappy Minneapolis. Stevie and Mishawaka. Mikey, right next to Stevie and Mishawaka. Chicago. Email podcastspoilers at gmail.com, Twitter at spoilerspitcast, iTunes reviews. Leave us one and we'll read them. Thanks for listening. Math teacher Mark Math Paper.